I've learned a lot in the process. I have failed a few times, but I don't see them as losses. I see them as lessons only because I move forward and I make sure what happened before don't happen again. What's going on, guys? This is Zach Zachary, and you're now tuned in to Not Another Business Podcast. I have my brother here with me, Kinsley. Bonjour. And we're going to talk about what's go- what's been going on this year for, for you know, overall for him and his life and, you know, what we're going to be looking forward to for 2023. You know, we're definitely going to have a lot to talk about. So we'll try to keep this as short as possible. Kenzie, what's up, man? What's up, Carl? How you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Pretty good. How's life? Life. Life could be better, but it's all right. Yeah, I can't complain. Not at all. We're Bless. still breathing. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be living. Yes, sir. All right. So let's get right into it, man. Who is who is Kinsley? <laughs> Introduce yourself. I'm Kinsley Bosejour. I'm 29. I'm a man of many trades. I got a lot going on. I'm doing a lot. But first off, I'm an assistant project manager for a construction company. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of work in Boston, Quincy, Waltham, regarding any offices, robotic warehouse. Is it? Is it a bunch of those like? Big buildings down there in downtown that you you and your team have been involved in, right? Your company? Yes, sir. Yeah. We did a few we did a few jobs in the seaport area. The seaport is very evolving. We've worked a lot in the downtown area as well. It's always fascinating to to me and a lot of people who's lived in mass for a little while knows exactly what I'm talking about with this one here. Isn't it crazy? I call seaport actually our mini Dubai. Yep, because it's exactly like what it is. Because just a few years ago, there was nothing there. Literally warehouses and yep. literally nothing. Yep. I think I would say ten, well, ten years ago, if you so much as bought a, a little pot of land over there, by now you would have been a millionaire. Yep, definitely. That's how crazy it's it's been over there. Yep, they're renting out of land that they buy in the water. That's the craziest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, man. And then now it's like, you know, it's the seaport district that we all know of, know it as now. That's where everyone goes and a lot of celebrities go out there and it's like a, a you know, an, a, a touristic attraction now. Like, it's where people come to hang out. It's where people take their friends when they come visit Mass. Especially, like, if you're into brunch and stuff like that, too. Like, there's a couple of brunch spots out there. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's pretty dope. There's a few. There's yeah. definitely a few. Yeah, I feel like back in my back in my old days, I would have been would have been over there a lot more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nowadays, if somebody don't invite me to like a brunch over there, I, I just pass by. Like I don't, I don't, I don't stick around. Yeah, because there's too much going on. There's too many people. So yeah. much. Way too much going on. I, I, I'm a man of like calm and peace nowadays i want to be around all the chaos yep too much madness yeah man speaking of brunch you've you've definitely been in been involved in a lot of brunches man what do you how you feel about brunch man like what's your what's your take on that do you feel like this is a an up-and-coming hustle slash business that is like like surely untapped or do you feel like this is just another one of those things that people are going to get over at some point? I feel like it's not going to get, people are not going to get over it just only because I feel like brunch is mostly a better way for people to socialize. And, you know, with us nowadays, especially a lot of us getting old or we got work early in the morning, we can't really do the night activities like that. Mm-hmm. And even if we do any night activities, we don't interact as much as when we're brunching. Yeah. When we're brunching, we get to connect more with people. But let's say we go to dinner or we go to the club. It's usually hard to even have a decent conversation with anybody in the club. And sometimes, you know, over brunch, we talk about everything, anything. We learn a lot. You know, we get to connect with different type of people. We get to make different type of connections. So I don't think brunch is ever going to die out. I feel like it's going to get bigger and bigger because now all over the world, people are doing brunches. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a common thing now. And it's know. always, you know, and even if I got people coming out here in Boston, the first thing they ask me is... Take them to brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Same for like brunch places and stuff, recommendations. So Yeah, I can agree with that. And I can see where that, that's going to become more of a common 
thing as we grow because it didn't just come up right it, yeah brunching did not just become a thing like since we started doing it so to speak like yep. people before us was doing brunch yep. my only problem with it sometimes i feel like 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 to your point when you said it, you can't really interact with the people when you go to dinner and stuff like that but i feel like some brunches we just day parties yeah, there's you know, that too. There's that too. They straight day parties. I mean, they usually give people a certain time to eat, but you know, yeah, especially with people our kind, they don't ever get there too early, so they miss on right. the opportunity to eat something. Right, right, yeah, definitely. I hope to to talk to get a get some time to talk to Juice Money one of these days. And I've seen recently, you know, you guys. Uh, he shouted you out to you know as as one of the people that helped making the last compa brunch Ponzimash yep happen. So what was that like? Like I definitely seen you know that all of that kind of how it's turning out and how it's looking out there and the amount of people that's showing up to represent not only the culture but just you know for the for the vibe it's and stuff like that. Mostly to the area we you know we don't only you know Haitian group. I'll say Jish Money and these people are literally the only Haitian group that's doing something for Haitians mm-hmm. with Haitians in the seaport area. Yeah. yeah. So that's big because a lot of people are going to mostly come because they know, first of all, they're going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Second of all, after the brunch, they have so many choices of other things if they want to do. Right. Including go back home and be in bed by nine. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, good planning every brunch that you, you're you going to expect something different. You know, people get to connect. You you see a lot of young people that are really into compa because I know there's a lot of friends of mine that's always asking, oh, compa this. There's no compa that. There's, yeah. there's nothing compa going on. They want something where they could enjoy their own music. Right. If you go to most of the day parties in Boston, they probably will play like, you know, a couple of Haitian songs mm-hmm. or... Sometimes they play Zook like, which is not in shouting out Haitians. Yeah, yeah. But um, having something for just us, by us, and with us, it's different, and you know, and people enjoy it. Yeah. They all, they already waiting for the next one, so that's a good thing. That's that's, that's really you know, good. That's when people are having fun. I might have to come through for that next one. Next one, you definitely gotta come. It's yeah. gotta be a movie again for sure. For sure. So I know, I know, you know, like you said, you have a lot of things going on and it's, it's always like even an inspiration for me. And I'm sure you have a lot of people that feel the same way and, and they look, they look at you as an inspiration because you're tapped in, you're, you're doing many, many things and, you know, you're Haitian, you, you've only been here for how long now? About 13 years Because we came here The same here Yeah the we same came year. here 2020 2010 Yeah so after the earthquake 12 years You know a couple months Well yeah A couple months Gonna be 13 years 13 years Yeah Yeah so Talk about That process Because I have That transition actually I have Some Some thoughts of my own And And you know I've I've gone to therapy And we discussed Some of this stuff And I've been able to To realize Some of these things Right When Like for example When you come here At a younger age There's so much pressure To To do things Yep You know Sometimes it's Not only just to do things But it's so much pressure To be successful And not be a failure Yep And You know You You've managed to do the right one, right? You, you've managed to achieve success. So talk about that transition, what it was like coming here, you know, as a young Haitian straight out of Haiti and, you know, no English or little to no English. Talk about that transition, how it was for you growing up in the U.S. Uh, or in Massachusetts with, you know, even going to college and everything. So talk, talk about that process. The transition was... I would say it was a weird one only because, you know, your own family is putting limitation on you only because my, you know, my parents, they didn't want to come out here. They just sent us. So for for them, they like the fact that my parents are not going to be here. By us, you, you and your brother, right? Yeah, me and my brother, we're probably going to fail. Mm-hmm. And I had that, you know, because I came here at 16. So, you know, I know everything that was going on. You know, I've seen my mom down when, you know, her own sisters telling her that, oh, if she doesn't come with us, we're not going to be nothing. And I'm like, they don't know me because that's mm-hmm. not how I was raised. Right. 
you know, the way my mom raised us is, you know, we we all together, but we have to be by ourselves too. Like we we don't have to depend on them for us mm-hmm. to be successful, do whatever we set our mind into. And I just had to process everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for a reason and I'm going to achieve everything that I came here for. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did. Came here, you know, went to school, you know, just, you know, I went to school and did something that I like, which mm-hmm. is construction management. The one thing I like about my parents is they don't force me to do anything. They always tell me, you're your own person. You choose whatever you think your future is going to appreciate. And, you know, I decided to go to the path of construction because I grew up in a construction family, you know, been waking up, seeing my dad doing, you know, houses, roads, all type of stuff in Haiti. It was a good, a, a great inspiration for me. So I wanted to go through that path. And I did. Went to Wentworth, which was very hard. And because I had little to no English. Mm-hmm. And the funny way is me learning English was kind of, it was a funny, funny way because I used to listen to country music because I felt mm-hmm. like it was the only type of music where they articulate the words and for me to kind of understand yeah. people. And then... It's amazing how, you know, a lot of us learn English when yep. we come... My, my, my thing with English was, used to be Disney Channel. Oh yep. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that was that was my whole thing. Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, whatever. Mostly Disney Channel. It was like it was real people. You know, I could see them, and like it was almost like as if I was trying to mirror them half of the time. I'm yep. like, all right, I'm gonna try to speak the same way this guy's speaking, and you know. There's a lot of us that use different avenues to that approach English differently, but that was my approach to that. Yep, yep. And um, what was it like, you know, going to college and, and, and learning, you know, again, in a completely different language and, you know, doing, because the workload is, is much different. Yep. The, the school system is much different than, than it is in Haiti. Definitely. So what was, what was that like? In my opinion, I feel like college is easy because, you know, back home in Haiti, we used to just like study books. <laughs> yeah, and then over here in college is mostly common sense. If, mm. you, if you pay attention, if you know what you're doing, if you really pay attention to the professor, whatever you you're gonna you're gonna make it. You're gonna get there. You just like mm-hmm. you pay attention. You make sure you read the material, and then you apply it. Yeah, and, and as long as you know what you're doing, you're gonna get there. There's no there's nothing in life that's easy and there's nothing in life too that's too hard mm-hmm. if you set your mind into it and yeah. that's exactly what I did there's a I had a lot of you know stumbles and stuff but of course you know being here I went to I went to a school where I barely find anybody that I could relate to because obviously you know Wentworth is like three or four percent black people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we used to all be together and then finding like a few Haitians that I could relate to and it was it was kind of good and I was still in the process of learning English right because I only I only did like you know a year and a half in high school and it was always kind of hard for me to understand when we go to a school where they have people with different backgrounds and different you know different way of talking different accent so mm-hmm. it was a whole process for me especially when it comes to the professors, some that talk fast, some that talk slow. And I didn't want to be any in any way to tell someone to kind of slow down, even if I know I could. But mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be the only person to do so. So I had to adapt. Yeah. Made it happen for years. <clears throat> and I could say it was a great experience. And I've been doing construction in Boston for eight years. <sighs> so I've, I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've yeah. Seen a lot. So I, I I definitely consider you as you know a staple in the in the community when it comes to if you want it you can get it you know and you know no matter what just you know focus on your goal and you can achieve it because you know, you're one of the few people that I know around my age group um, or even in you know around in the group of people that I know just like me in 2010 came to the U S you know with nothing with like oh, like it was language difference, all that kind of stuff, and 
you achieve that higher level of education, you know, you got yourself a bachelor degree in construction management and, you know, you work in your field now. And I know it's it's definitely not easy because that's why a lot of us don't do it because when we come, some of, most of us barely make it through high school. Yep. Right. And that's one year and a half. Right? Like if you came here in 2010, like, and you're around the same age as us, like you would most likely be in high school for one year and a half. And a half. Uh, I know sometimes they, some kids get, you know, pushed back a little bit due to, again, language barriers, but you're probably not doing no more than two years in high school. Yep. So imagine coming here after spending your whole life in, in, in Haiti, going to school every day, and the school system is, a, is much more rigid. And then you come here and you can't survive two years off of it. Not because the school is, is hard, right? Because we all know the, the school system, like the homework and everything is much easier. Yep, right? definitely. Compared to the standard of like, you know, in, in Haiti. In Haiti, yep. And you you did that. Like you went through and you did that and you achieved your highest level of education. And now you're working, you've been working in your field for eight years. What are some of the major wins in your field and some of the major losses? Because in, in, you know, in this platform, I like to really be open about the the good, the bad and the ugly. Because I feel like there's too many people out there trying to paint a perfect picture. Yep. And it's starting to get boring. Definitely. Right. And it's a bit redundant, right? Because everybody want to tell you, go to college, get a degree, and then go work in this, this, that, and third and make, you know, $500,000 a year. Nobody tells you about the bad or the, the, you know, the lack of motivations that you come across during that process. So let's talk about some of the major wins and some of the major losses in your, in your field. Every every project that get to be completed, it's considered a win because you deal with a lot of trauma. Because most of the time, when I'm talking to anyone and I, you know, I tell them, "Oh, this is what I do. I work in construction." The first thing that came in mind is, "Oh, you're making money." And I'm like, "Yes, it could be better," but at mm. the same time, I deal with a lot of trauma because you're dealing with people' money. You gotta right. deliver. You gotta do exactly what they want. You're dealing with different background of people. You're dealing with, you know, the design team. You're dealing with different trades. You got to make sure everybody do everything according to the design. You got to make sure that no one gets in the way because you got to you gotta go to a lot of unforeseen conditions when it comes to construction, for example. And I wouldn't say I have any losses because... I would most likely say lessons. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot in the process. I have failed a few times, but I don't see them as losses. I see them as lessons only because I move forward and I make sure what happened before don't happen again. Mm -hmm. uh, so anything that happened, it's only for the better. And you know me as personally as a person is the way I move is I don't focus on negativity. It's always positivity. It's always moving forward. Everything happens for a reason. If it happens, it's for my own good or it's for me to learn a lesson or if it's because it was meant to happen. So I just move forward and I don't look past anything bad. I just probably go back to learn from and learn from it and not do it again. Yeah. For the most part. I think that's the that's definitely the right way of looking at things. And this is what this podcast is all about. It's about realizing it's about us helping each other realize that whatever it is that you got going on you like it's not just designed for you like we've yeah. all go through the same thing if not something a little bit worse than that we've all had to struggle and like really get it out the mud like as they say and you know, it's almost to say like, you're not special if you're going through 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 hardship. Like you're not special, trust and believe you're yep. not special. I've gone through it, you've gone through it, yep. a lot of us. And and I just, we, we just explained too, like as a, as a Haitian coming into the country, you know, a lot of the biggest problems sometimes for us is relatability. Like we can't find anyone to relate with nope. because even if we can, we can identify with like other black folks who are Americans, which by the way, a lot of them, they're, they're the ones that put you through the worst trauma because, you know, that's how they, they get off, let off their anger from, you know, their suppressors because they, 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 we get bullied from black folks a lot yep. more than, than white folks when we come here as Haitian. Yep. But that's a conversation for another day. So 
when you find when you when you sit in a in a classroom in a cafeteria in an environment and you end up having to listen a lot more than speaking it's it's almost like it's traumatizing definitely because you walk around and you feel like I definitely should have said this about that situation now this person thinks that he can or she can say whatever he wants you know or you feel like I should have been more outspoken and speak my truth and really explain myself and, uh, and you start to run to all these all these problems all these like shoulda coulda woulda so you run into these issues and then now you bottling and of course the pressure of you need to be successful or you're gonna be a failure and you're carrying all that around it's like the the toughest you could really have it like if you if you come from a different country and you come here it's like this is the worst it's gonna get and you've managed to get through that and that's like I applaud you for that you know, a hundred percent. I I really appreciate what you've been doing. Thank you, appreciate Especially it. Especially looking looking at this year too, like and then these last couple of years, you've been doing a lot of traveling. Yep, yep. And trying to see more, trying to see more of the world. You know, getting inspiration from different cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. How was your How was your twenty twenty two? How many? Let's Let's do how many? Do you keep track of how many times you travel? Yeah, yep. I'd say twenty twenty two was pretty good. I did fourteen trips. Damn. Yeah, fourteen trips. That's almost one, one, one like average one and some change a year, uh, a, a month. month. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, dope. It was it was pretty good. You know, I get to celebrate friends. I get to celebrate my friends' wings, the their birthdays, weddings. I get to see new part of the world. I get to enjoy a lot, such as, you know, concerts and whatnot with friends and family. Because as for me, is I always try to, even if I'm always on the move, I'm always doing something, mm-hmm. I'm never too busy for anyone. And anybody that's close to me, they know that. Yeah. Um, I... I barely make excuses. I always find a way. Mm-hmm. Instead of making excuses, I find a way. And to that point, where did that? Where, where do you think that came from? Because you know, I've seen how hard you go for your friends and you know to support them. I have a I have an episode that you know titled "Support Your Friends," and I definitely had you in mind for that episode. And we might actually have to do a, a part two of that. So and because. The way you you've managed to support your friends and in, in their even right now, like you know, coming through and sitting down and like doing this podcast, like this this is a and this is a show of how much you su- you support your friends when they're doing this stuff. Where do you, where do you think that came from? I feel like that came from, or is that something you've acquired over the years? So I'd say I've seen how everybody moves and most of you know for most part and for me it was like it's always it always make me feel better when i know i could be there for somebody and make whatever they're doing you know get to a certain level Mm -hmm. and i feel like if especially for haitians if we all support each other and we go our hard for each other. I can bet you we could, we definitely would be in a better place than we are now. And it's I've seen the selfish ways when it comes to like Haitians, and I didn't want to be classified under the same when. So anybody that got anything going on, they know they got my support regardless. And it always make me happy that you know I'm seeing my. F- friends you know when yeah because i know like you know there's plenty and there's enough for everybody mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any any hate or any jealousy about anything um if you got the time to be there for your people you just be there because again everybody's finding their own battles everybody going through a lot of stuff and you being there for them it's gonna mean a lot even if it's just you know check up or right. even if it's just like, you know, how's business? How's this going? How can I help? How can I assist? Yeah. You know? it, it doesn't take much from you. And by doing this also, you get more blessings because you're doing good and you're doing it generally. 
and it's only gonna get better for you because at the end of the day and you gotta make sure you do something out of your heart you don't do something just to expect anything in return is you just do it to do it just because that's the way you are that's mm -hmm. mostly like the way I see it because that's just the way I am yeah if anybody come with an idea or they come something if I see that I could put my two cents I'm gonna tell you and if I got any connections that could help you move to the next I'm gonna do it yeah only because that I know it can be hard for anybody that's starting anything or that's doing anything. Yeah, I, I, and, and, you know, as they say, this is no cap because I've seen you actually do this in, in real time. Like, you know, you, you keep it real with everyone. And I know how easy it is for, for people to, you know, shut their eyes to when it comes to supporting people. Like in, in, in that previous episode, I talked about supporting your friends in their endeavors doesn't always mean that you got to go break the bank and buy the whole stock. No, like exactly. people, people think that support your friends mean, oh, I have to sit there and spend my, my rent money or I have to literally rename my social media pages and, and name it my friend's business to show support. No, you don't have to do any of that. Oh. You can literally go in one morning and bring your friend a, a cup of coffee yep. and then that's support. Yep. You could, you could like, you could simply send a message in the morning, like, and that's support. Yep. Like that will go a long way, you know. And and like I said, you you've definitely done that, and I you know continue to do that, you know, because that that like you said, it's you're not doing it for anything in return. Yep. And you will continue to to be blessed. Yep. You know. Definitely. So let's do a quick recap for 2022. What was your proudest accomplishments? I'd say. I've had I've had three people asking me to mentor me, me, mentor them and me I had to learn because I've never done that before I've never mm -hmm. had anybody ask me to mentor. Uh, Have you had a mentor in the past? Yes, I did. I still okay. do. I still I, I got two mentors um, and I basically learned from the way they react with me and I apply I apply whatever I learned from them and with whatever I know I can do for the people that reach out to me because it was out of nowhere. I was like, I, I won't say no to that opportunity only because they probably see something in me that I didn't see in myself. Yeah. Because I've been people reaching out, like for example, when I started managing the, the girls that I do is I was just giving advices and then mm -hmm. by just giving advices, they're like, Oh, why don't you just manage me? Mm -hmm. I was like, you want, sure. you, you want to elaborate on that sure. too? Um, you know, kind of um, talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, it was, for example, like one of them, I've seen how they react online, um, the stuff that they do. So I just reach out as a friend and I'm like, oh, um, you'll be better if you do this this way or you'll be better if you do that that way. And she actually listened and by listening to what I, the the direction that I gave her, she became more people starting to see and the best in her and mm -hmm. started reaching out. You know, she get more views. She get, you know, a lot of followers. So it's having all this attention. And at some point it was getting too much for her. Mm -hmm. And she reached out to me. She's like, oh, you've been giving me a lot of advices. You've been telling me, you've been giving me a lot of direction. And they uh, work. <laughs> and they work. Do you mind being my manager? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, where do we start? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and since then, we've been we've been going. And then I've had other people um, refer me as someone that I, you know, that could be a good asset to their team. And I've been I've been doing just that. We became close friends. Whatever they get going on, I'm always the first person that you know stuff go through, which I appreciate because. You know, most of most times people, they don't really like to tell people that other people their plans and which I know that could be that could be a good and bad thing. Mm -hmm. Good thing. It all, de it all depends on the person. Some people, yeah. you might tell them their plans, you know, they steal your ideas or yeah. they just talk down. But it's all about positivity. It's your idea. I'm going to make sure it goes through. I'm going to make sure it works and I'll do my best to to show support. Yeah. Any way I can, and it's it's a it's a fear that a lot of people, a lot of us have uh, when it comes to 
you know, sharing. Yeah. And then that's because, as you mentioned earlier, some people feel like, you know, they view you as a competition. Yep. You know, some people have a different understanding when it comes to supporting one another. Yep. You know, and and because of the horror stories that we've heard... Right, we we start to draw our own conclusion. Definitely. You know, if if it's and I've I've gone through that. I, I I constantly go through that. A lot of times, I have to talk myself out of it and and be more open to sharing my ideas and you know some of the things that I'm thinking about doing. Not and, and at times, I literally tell myself, I'm like. If this person still this idea and it becomes successful, I don't even care if I get the credit, but just being able to watch it, yep. <laughs> just be able to see that, I'll, I'll be happy because, hey, at, at least I feel like you're doing something better now. Like, yep. and I don't, I don't care about that, you know? So that, that, that's a fear that we, we all have to, to learn how to pick it up when it's coming, when it's happening and manage it as we go because yep. it's not going to go away, obviously. Oh, definitely not. So, yeah, and, and I think it's also, it's genuine, man. I, I think that's that's what attracted those people to you oh, yeah, because definitely. when they get those suggestions and directions, ideas and everything, they it came from a genuine place, yep. you know, so, and, and people can see that. Oh yeah, you can definitely. feel that. Yep, definitely. you know. So that's that's good. I'm, I'm I'm glad that happened for you. And talking about that too, there's there's one thing, you know, that I kind of learned this year, in a way as if there's a lot of people that are scared of being used. For me, yep. I don't think I'm like if you can't be used, then you're useless. <laughs> so people it's gotta be able. So the thing is, <laughs> when you know someone and you get close to somebody, you got to make sure you with someone that each other can help away. Yeah. And I say that to say this, I don't mind if anybody use me, mm-hmm. just don't abuse me. That's, that's the difference that people fail to make. Anybody can use you because if, he, if they can't use you, if they can't use you for anything, not even for like, you know, inspiration or if they need a question regarding something, I mean, the country's already using you. <laughs> exactly. So if they can't yeah, use you, then you're useless. Yeah, you're being used already. Exactly. So the way you got to see it is don't be don't be mad or don't don't feel like everybody's just trying to use you. Then you're going to get away from people. As, yeah. fe- as soon as you feel abused, that's when, you know, you move away. But being used shouldn't be a fear for many people. Yeah. If a lot of people fear of being used, you can't be fear of being used, you know? You got to be there for each other. That's the reason right. why I said being there for each other is each other. You guys are using each other. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's literally right. what it is. Don't be, don't be so focused on making sure you're not being used yep. that you become useless. Exactly. Because... You know, we all here to we all we all have our own you know goals and minds and yep. achievements that we want to 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 you know to reach. Yep. Definitely. And if we're not using each other, right? Like right now, we could I could say you could you could easily say, oh, this dude is using me for his po- for his podcast. It's like if we're not using each other, like we're never gonna succeed and advance anywhere else. Exactly. Right. And yep. it's all mentality. Yep. And once again, this is what this podcast is about. It's about like really kind of diving into the behind the scenes, like the mentality. Cause to me, it feels more like me and you can have a conversation that, that comes from a genuine place to people who share who who can relate in a lot of things. And it would make for an easier and more comfortable conversation rather than I've never met this person and I want to use this person, quote unquote, quote unquote, use this person for their, you know, for whatever they have, just because, you know, I I, want to get better than them. Like, no, it's not, it's, you know, it has nothing to do with that. This is more of a, like, I, I like genuine people. And I think that's another thing that we're lacking in the community too. Like we don't have enough genuine people yep. out there that's like looking out for us. So it's not me using Kinsley, it's me, you know, embracing Kinsley and what he has going on and he's doing the same thing for me. Yep. So we come to we come to these, you know, 
we come to these to these avenues sometimes and 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 we don't we don't realize that we have to change our mentality so what are some what are some things do you have any regrets or do you have any things in 2023 that, that in 2022 that you wish could have gone better do you feel like there's anything you could have you know achieved or something that you wanted but you didn't get or something that you wanted to you know work on but you never got a chance to start it anything in that sort I don't think I've anything really I feel like I like Every start of the year, I create a plan on things I want to work on. And to be honest, I check I check everything off my list. So I could say that 2022 is a great year so far. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Yeah, because I, I was just thinking that yesterday, actually. It's a common theme now for people to almost like make other people feel bad for trying to do new things and more and better things in in the new year you know we we often recognize that as the new year new me term yep and it sucks that people really bully each other like that with, with that yep i mean well the way i always uh, usually see it is you don't need a new year to start a new journey definitely that that goes without saying yeah but at the same time right we have to start somewhere. Exactly, yeah. And what better way to reset or restart something or even start something than a new year? Because it's like nature telling telling you all that 2022 stuff is gone or all that 2021 stuff is gone. This is something new. Yep. It's like, I'm not saying, I think, you know, it gets misconstrued, of course, because people feel like, oh, you're still this, you're still that. Like, no, this is, this, that's not what it's about. You know, it's about changing your mindset, changing yep. your 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 vision, changing your your goals, changing your plans. Yep, you're gonna and become a better version of yourself. Basically. Exactly, because if we're not if we're not if we're not all trying to improve, like what is this all for? Exactly. Yep. Like we, a lot of us, unfortunately, you know, we we're living this life in in the sunken place. Like we're living this life in the in the box, and all we we can't think it. We we can't think past tomorrow, and that's why we're sitting there, and then we're like literally forcing miserability, like miserable. Is that a word? miserability? I don't know if that's a word. We're forcing people to to become like us when it's like, nah, you stay over there in your dark place yep. by yourself. Yep. I'm going to go in 2023 and there's going to be a new Carl. Definitely. I might change yep. my name if, yep. <laughs> if I feel like it. There's going to be a new Carl. Like all that Carl in 2022 is going to get left in 2022 definitely the struggle the hardship is being left in 2022 like that's how i see it because 2023 literally the whole year changed yep it didn't turn 2022 b or whatever the whole year changed you know i I hate that people really use this thing uh, uh, against people and like definitely a cyber bullying people into like so if somebody say yo i'm gonna start the gym in 2023 why is that a problem? Yeah, that's not a problem. You know, they just start. It, I mean, you just got to right. make sure. It's that about they, starting. Yep. Like, you know how many, like myself, right? In 2018, when I started going to the gym, I made that a goal in 2018. And I started going in February and been going 80% consistently since then. Yep. So it's like, it works for a lot of us. Yep, definitely. Yep. You know what I mean? It works for a lot of us. So there, there's no need for people to, to create this sort of like, oh, you know, like I seen a post the other day that said that podcast you want to launch in 2023, don't. I was like, ah, okay. This is why I stay off social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody's gonna read this. Yeah, and people usually put their limitation onto onto other you. people. Yeah, or they see anything that's going on just because somebody is probably doing some BS with their podcast doesn't mean that the person I want to start the podcast is gonna do the same thing. Right. You no, know, you should be able to give everybody a chance to be themselves and to do whatever they set their mind into. If they want to start the podcast, just start, it. start the podcast. Right. Like if you want to start a business in 2023, start it. Yeah. You know how many people get stuck and like want to start? Yeah. And usually too, people are afraid of doing the same thing as somebody else. And when you look over the world is... There's plenty for everybody. You could start something that's the same thing as that person, but you get more recognition just because of the type of person that you are. 
Doesn't mean right. that you copying the person. That's your idea. You want to put in, but you just do it. There's a reason why you know you have a Disney Plus now. Yep. You have HBO Max. Yep. What do you? Who do you think these people are copying? Netflix. Yeah. I mean, That's I wouldn't it. say copy. They just start their own thing because it works. Right. Because it works. Netflix had Netflix came up with a blueprint. Netflix made it a thing. Right. And just like everyone else. They started something. Yep. Right. They 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 said, you know, who the CEO, he had a vision. Shoot, he probably said, next year I'm gonna start this thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna start Netflix. Yep. I'm gonna start this this company next yep. year. And he started it. Of of course they weren't successful because I think Netflix been been around since the nineties, late nineties. And they they develop over time, they built the business over time and then it became Netflix as we know it now. They're producing, making their own things and now everyone look at it and say, Oh, they're he's being you know, this they're, they're succeeding with our stuff that we you know, we've sold them the licenses for. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, we can we can do this for our, for ourselves. For ourselves too, yeah. Right? And once one said they're gonna do it, everyone else start coming start out the woodwork yeah. and doing. There's a Paramount uh, Plus now. There's a bunch of different options that you can do for streaming, and all, yep. all of it is because they're licensing their own things, they're producing their own things, and they're the major companies behind a lot of these big movies, cartoons, all of that. And they and they say, sure, let's let's put that into our own platforms. Create our own they, platform. The only way I see it too, it's not just Netflix; it's the cable company. Exactly. Because all the cable companies, they have all type of channels, all right. different channels. And all these channels, they just become independent. Basically. Or or another one, actually, a most recent example would be, I'm sure Amazon realized how many superheroes there is out there, movies and TV shows and all that stuff. What do they do? They're like, all right, well, we're going to we're gonna get it. We're going to get in on that. Yep. They went in, they came up with their own little stuff like you know they 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 producing their own movies yep. and all that kind of stuff too like all their TV shows yep. they're handing out bags to people exactly. like that's how you know coming to America too ended up happening yep they're like okay well we already have the streaming platform yep and, and everybody else is doing the movies and they exactly. they they're backing up the they got the money yep they're like sure let's let's throw some money on that it's that mentality for us thinking like too many people is doing now already. It's uh, overpopulated, all that kind of stuff. Like it's your own limitation. It's only in your head. Yep. You know, because there is enough out there for all of us to win. Exactly. And the same exact thing. Yep. And that's why we, we don't support each other too, because we're thinking, well, I barely get any support in this. So if I support Kinsley and his podcast, he's going to, you know, be more famous or his podcast is going to be more successful than mine. Than mine, yeah. Horrible mentality, man. Definitely. Let's talk about 2023. You mentioned in 2022 you had a plan, you know, you, you came up with a plan and, and you know, we're, we're approaching or we're, let's say, by the time this episode gets, actually, we're approaching 2023. What, let, let's, let's talk about that. What are you looking forward to doing in 2023 what are some of did you do your plan already yeah i started working on some stuff mostly trying to invest more in properties overseas i've been seeing the market and see where you're looking to start first to start i would say there's a couple places that that i have in mind such as you know punta cana in in dominican republic Mm -hmm. and also i'm looking into colombia okay and because as everybody's seen right now, those are very two hot. Well, Colombia has been a hot spot, but yeah. Takana is very evolving. There's a lot of people going there. They, the, I'd say they the kind of state in the yard that get the most visitors this year. You might get a lot of uh, backlash for Punta Cana, man, because as yeah. a Haitian, as Haitian, we, I know, but I mean, I, I just left there a couple of weeks ago, and I can say that there's a lot. A lot of Haitians working there. I visited a few sites where they're doing construction, and I could tell you, every single person working construction in Punta Cana are Haitians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these one thing that I kind of get for someone from a friend of mine that lives in the yard is mostly they're just using the Haitians once they don't need them anymore. Um, they get sent back, mm-hmm. and in my head. In my head, the one thing I said is they're being used because they're good. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're not just working to work. They're making money. 
they probably sending money back home to families and stuff. So at the end of the day, you got to see the bright side of it all. And the way I'm seeing and by talking to like different developers out there, they have they have a Dubai plan going on. Basically, they have a plan for the next 15 years. Mm -hmm. So just know that as long as the Haitians can work and do what they're supposed to do, they're going to be working for 15 years. And and it's only going to get, there's only, they're only going to get more and more that 15 years can turn into 20. Yeah. Or probably 25. Yeah, because a lot of times when you build stuff, you end up having to, you know, maintain all that stuff too which exactly. means you might need to keep the same team around to keep everything definitely flowing properly and again with construction or with buildings or with anything there could be any casualty mm -hmm. once that let's say get destroyed they're gonna need to replace it by something else yeah because you got hurricanes you got you know earthquakes exactly. and all that kind of stuff natural disasters that can happen there, not even that there could be a fire in the building and yeah. need repairs or need to be rebuilt and they're still gonna need that's why is this that's one that's mostly one of the reasons why I kind of choose the construction path because there's always new ideas there's always because I, I learned a lot I, I work in the, I've, I've never worked in labs in my life and I could say 2020 after the the whole pandemic I've been working in a lot of labs mm -hmm. so I've seen a lot of different labs and I've learned a lot as well and I've worked I've done so far I've done four warehouses for robotics mm -hmm. and I get to see what the robots do and I'm like oh this world's gonna be very advanced and dangerous at the same time because those robots gonna take actual human beings jobs yeah and and again is when the pandemic happened before the pandemic, we build those offices. When the pandemic happened, they trying to they basically kind of trying to do something else, like transform a lot of offices into labs. And we'll get to do it. Still us. So I'm like, yeah. I can never run out of job because there's a lot for me to do. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's especially in mass. It's, yeah, there's always something, something is always being built in mass. Yeah, something is always being built, and <laughs> we got a lot of whole offices office buildings that are gonna need to be refurbished so mm -hmm. what they're gonna call to do that is still construction and as anybody could say too there's a lot of construction companies in boston and i can guarantee that everybody's eating mm -hmm. how do you manage your time and mentally and and how do you take care of yourself because you you've talked about a few different things that require not only your time in the moment, but as well as uh, it, it, it takes a lot of patience and, you know, mental strength to deal with people and to deal with certain things to manage a project. How do you, what's your process? So I'd say it all comes down to scheduling. For example, everything that I'm doing in my field of work is a schedule. So I mm -hmm. apply the same methods in my professional life I apply to my personal life and that's, that's the reason that's why smart. most of the time I tell people oh yeah if you're gonna invite me something or invite me somewhere please tell me give me a few days ahead just so I could prepare and put it on my schedule yeah and then as soon as you tell me I put it on my schedule and it comes down to like you know sometimes there, there are conflicts for example I got invited and I always trying to stay a man of my word when I say, you know, I'm going somewhere or I'm doing something. For example, I got a good friend of mine getting married next July, mm -hmm. 2023. And two weeks later, my cousin invited me to his wedding, which is the same day. So what I did is there's always a way I talked to my brother. I'm like, yo, you're going to go to my cousin's wedding and I'm going to go to my friend's wedding because I already told him I'm going to be there. Yeah, yeah. So I called my cousin. I'm like, I appreciate the invite. I would love to be there on your special day, but I won't be able to only because that I already have this invitation. I already told him I was coming, but you know, Bradley's going to be there. So, you know, there's, there's always a way, you know, sometimes people are going to be like, Oh, he's family. You got to choose. But at the end of the day, if you can't keep your word, then you won't be able to be trusted. People, people won't be able to trust you. Yeah. You'll be useless. <laughs> exactly. You'll be useless. So, I mean, I already told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come. I'm, only the only reason that could probably make you know not come it's if it doesn't happen. 
but right. if it's happening, I already put it in my calendar. I already, I'm already planning for it, even if it's solo in July, because I don't like being last minute when I'm doing stuff. I gotta, you know, I always want to have a plan. So I, I, I try, I tend to plan stuff ahead. Yeah. Do you schedule time for, for yourself, like self care or yep. even have moments where, you know, in, in, in the professional world, there are people that, you know, do the, these like scheduled do nothing days. Do you have well, those I, days? I wouldn't say do nothing days because me, if I'm not doing anything, then yeah, I go, I, I'm going to go crazy. I got, I have to be doing something. Mm. Even though like, you know, you've traveled with me before as we're traveling, I got a schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I'm traveling, I mean, every anybody that's traveled with me, they know a schedule is coming only because I don't want to go anywhere and go with the flow. Right. Like especially when you travel with groups, you could say that, oh, we're traveling because I've learned my lessons one time. We're traveling in groups. We just, when we get there, we find stuff to do. And when we get to like a certain restaurant, party's too big. They can't sit us. So now it's just like, you got to find something else last minute. Yeah, yeah. Usually finding last minute things, it's not going to be a great experience because you're just going to get whatever it's available. And it's if more it's frustrating a, yeah, than it's more else. frustrating because now everybody's hungry. <laughs> we now looking for somewhere to eat and it's just frustrating. Yeah. And usually, you know, moods get mixed up because they're like, oh, you know, there's arguments back and forth and stuff. So I try to always have a plan and whatever I'm doing in life, it could be just a trip or it could be even if I have stuff scheduled for my own self-care stuff, it has to be on a schedule. Yeah, that's good. Anything else that you're looking to, you're looking forward to doing in 2023 that you want to share? Why? Well, I, well, I should say, I should, I should say, over the years, have you been the type of person to actually plan? Because you're a planner, plan your your year from start to finish, or do you just have certain things like you know a, a bullet point, like a f top five, top ten list of things that you want to have so happen? And I usually go. go I have kind of like three different, well, four different plans: mm -hmm. three, six, nine, twelve months. Okay. And then usually there'll be some gray areas in certain months or if I'm already knowing that, oh, I want to go to that trip or that country, uh, you know, block off the days or, um, but at the end of the day too, anything can happen at any time. We can't predict, we can't really predict anything. We can make a plan and it doesn't go accordingly. And I don't usually see it as a failure. I just see that, oh, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen for a reason, I, I'll probably try next year. Yeah, and by planning, it give it gives me the ability to more like to be more consistent with my life because mm -hmm. I know I have something to look forward to. Yeah, I, I have. For example, my mom is turning sixty in twenty twenty three. Shout out to your mom, by the way. Yeah, that 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 lady is she's the goat. Yeah, yeah, she's her birthday's in April and. My birthday's been planned since July. <laughs> and it's it's only because, you know, she kind of brought up the idea, like, uh, I don't know who, which one of her friends told her about Dubai and she always wanted to go to Dubai. She always mentioned it. So I'm like, all right, you're turning 60. I want you to have your best time of your life because I know you made sure we had the best life. So in my, my, in my, the way I see it is I'm returning the favor. You make sure we were good always good to till this day still making sure that we're good you did everything for us you know my mom's the type to walk in any big stores get us anything but for her she'll be in a clearance section at target mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just like you see that going up and it's just like yeah i understand but now it's my it's my turn to just like go all out for you yeah be just because you deserve it so and to piggyback off of that, I like that you're doing this now and not doing like all these, I don't want to use the term, but all these idiots out there who talk about, oh, I can't wait to be a millionaire so I can take care of my mom. No, <laughs> there's no such thing. It's a you, process. Don't, don't even get me started. I'm not even going to get started on that because... <laughs> Anyways, like we, talk, we said earlier, like with supporting your friends, like supporting people does not have to equate to money. Yeah. Like it doesn't always equate to money. Yeah. 
you don't <laughs> anyways let me not get started on that because the way I, you I, gotta see it is you know some of the time if they're waiting for them to be i'm pretty sure their parents are probably like millionaires i don't think their parents wait they're gonna wait till they're millionaire to take care of them exactly make sure they got a good life exactly and some of these people are people living with their parents and it's like exactly how about you do groceries one one weekend yeah or how about you just take your groceries moving forward yeah or how about you just bring her like you know nice plate of food or yeah. take her out yeah <laughs> Take her out. I tell, I, tell, I tell all my people all the time. Shoot, you know, buy her a car <laughs> or yeah, pay her a car like, note. Yeah, pay her a car note. That's, like, you that's could, the easiest you thing could, to do. This is like, there's a list of stuff that you can start doing that does not include you being a millionaire to start taking care of your parent. And I promise you, especially with Haitian parents, yo, one thing I can say is I've been for the last three or well, four years, I bring my mom somewhere new every year. And all I can say is it makes me happy when she's talking to her friends on the phone and she's like, oh, my son bring me to this. My son makes sure I was good. I was like, it feels good because right. they, they're going to praise you. Right. They're going to make sure that everybody knows what you're doing for them. And, you know, this is the, the thing is like people that knows you and have been around you like. You brought your mom to brunches and parties yeah. and like literally just, you yeah. brought your mom every single place I could imagine. Yeah, because my mom, yo, I've, I, I, that's why when people are talking about Haitian parents, I'm like, I can't relate because both my mom and my dad, they're really cool people. Yeah. I tell people, yep. like the first, my first trip club experience, my dad bought me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, they get surprised all the time because they, you know, their parents would do stuff like that, but not with them. Right, right. And my mom, you know, my mom is very comfortable with us. She's, you know, she kind of like, you know, she tell us everything. Um, if we got anything going on, we talk to, we talk mm-hmm. to her. We can't talk to her. She's not going to judge. She's just, she's of course going to put a two cents, but doesn't mean yeah. that she's judging. She's just seeing things dif- differently because obviously she's going to bring up her time, which is different from our time. And it, we, you know, it's, she goes everywhere. She goes to the club with us. She goes, she goes and have brunch. Um, yeah, she loves brunch. Mm-hmm. She loves. I know she loves trying traveling. Out new restaurants, yeah, and all of that. Trying new restaurants and stuff, and she she enjoys it. Yeah, I think I think down the line I might want to do like a an episode kind of talking about Haitian parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's gonna be a long topic. There's a lot that comes yeah that might have Asian to be a, a full panel. Like oh, you yeah. have different people of like different backgrounds, yeah, different backgrounds. Because you know Haitian parents can put you in a lot a lot of trauma, especially when it comes yeah. to putting limitations in you or wanting you yeah. to go to college when that's not your calling. Not right. everybody right. will want to go to college. I went to college and I did my thing because that's what I chose to do. And, you know, props to them because, you know, we, we're we now realizing how much effort and sacrifices was put in raising us, yep. right, as kids. And, you know, even some of our parents came here with us. Uh, some of our parents took the chance of letting us come live in a different country, different territory without them around us and some of us that made us stronger and some of us didn't even make it right due to that fact because we suffered a lot in in at, at families houses and all that kind of stuff so that's 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 all things that's actually happening in the community um for for a lot of us in the in the haitian community so props to them for all their sacrifices but there's a lot to talk about there's a lot of things that we need to talk about and i i would hope that if this episode do happen that we might even be hopefully I can even get some Haitian parents too. Like oh yeah. Yeah. To 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 be there and actually, you know, give it forget give their side of, of things, you know, as a Haitian parent and everything. So planning twenty twenty three, I guess. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. So anything anything else you you wanna add or kinda talk about and, you know, highlight, you know, something you wanna you know something you're thankful of something you looking forward to anything else that you want to share uh one thing i'm says you know we we're gonna enter 2023 and make sure it's gonna be a year of more wins more blessings more 
more traveling, of course, got to get to see the world. And one thing I got to say is I appreciate the invite. It's a beautiful podcast. I'm always listening to all the episodes and stuff. You know, I get to learn a lot because, you know, you get to learn something new every day. You can never know too much. There's no such thing as knowing too much or knowing a lot yeah. or knowing everything because nobody knows everything. If everybody knew everything, they'd, they'd be speaking every single language in the world. <laughs> that's that's, one a, good, thing, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's the biggest barrier of all time. Yeah. Language. Yeah. Language. If you can't speak every language in the world, you don't exactly. know everything. That, yeah. that should that's, be your... Yeah, that's, that's the only way. If you cannot speak, if you cannot have different dialects, because mm-hmm. culture is different than languages. Yeah. You don't know anything. <laughs> you yeah, just know yeah. a lot. But doesn't mean now you know everything. You can never know everything. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> it's, you, you know, with, with being raised in Haiti and, you know, being trilingual and all that kind of stuff, it's like you look at some people that are, you know, that are full of themselves and all they know or ever know is the English language. And yep. And I could, all I could do is just look at them like, you, you, like you really feel like you know it all. <laughs> yep, that's how they always feel. Like, you know, it always come down with basically superiority, just because mm-hmm. they think they, you know, they're certain. They come from a certain background, or they they form a certain family. They could be better than anybody. You can never see yourself as better than anyone because you only gotta see yourself better than yourself because you gotta make progress but yeah. if you see yourself better than anyone then yeah it's it's not working right yeah man uh definitely thank you for coming through and uh, this was the first the vibe this was the first official in-person episode you know the one i did i did one with Ted and you know this one was was is like a it was a flashback one. This was from from last year actually. Was that 2020 even? Yeah, from yeah. This was this one was an old one, and officially we're not another business podcast. I haven't ha- I haven't done anything in person, so I really appreciate you coming through and Farm at all and making making this happen. I, I, I'm very proud of the conversation we had. Talk. We've, there's so much more that we could talk about. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And you know, I, I think some people might even listen to this and feel like, why? It, why are we bouncing enough. around? Like, yeah. why are we bouncing around to different topics? It's like this is how much not like we have going on, and how much we can really, you know, talk about. Yeah. Because we we we've seen different. We've seen many things in life. We've seen like. We've experienced a lot in in this country and a lot in this world. Like we're both twenty nine. Uh, you recently uh, celebrated your birthday. Yep. Um, that was really dope, by the way. Uh, the brunch and everything. I always make sure I bring everybody together with what I like to do, which is brunching. Yeah, and uh, I commend you for all that you do, man. And 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 I can only. Because I, I know you're going to continue to do it, so I, I'm not even going to say I, I, I hope you continue to do all of that. So I'm going to say I look forward to seeing what 2023 brings for you and, and, and how like how much more that you end up doing when it comes to bringing your friends together, bringing people together in general, like where you're traveling. Because I'll be looking. I'll be looking. Because that inspires me, man. You inspire me a lot of times. Every a, a lot of times when I look at some of the stuff that you do. Yeah, and, get to bring people together. Everybody, you know, there's a lot of trips that end up with great friends, yeah. relationships. I've, I've seen uh, you. <laughs> I've seen lot. you. I've seen you plan a whole trip and and bring like twenty plus people and and like together, like literally leaving their hometown or their homes and coming over to a different country or different city, state, whatever, just to show up for you. And it's like, that's, that's really dope. And that's really inspiring. So I can't wait to, to see more of that in 2023. Definitely. You know, and, and. Especially it's a big year for all of us. We're all turning 30. 30 is uh, a big year. Next so. next year is the official like aging backwards. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is twenty twenty three? We're turning thirty. Twenty twenty four? We're gonna be twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or thirty part two. <laughs> 
you know so yeah uh, next is going to be a big year for us you know 13 years in the country and turning 30 and living life and i think the only one of the major things that we still have yet to achieve is probably having kids and stuff like that but yeah that can wait yeah uh, definitely can wait too expensive <laughs> way too expensive man Props to all the parents out there. You're you're stronger than I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you're stronger than we I are. I still gotta and see some part of the world, so I can't have kids yet. <laughs> yeah, not like you know you can't travel with your kids because some, some parents that's what they say. Oh, you can just bring them. Like yeah. you know, it's not I as mean, easy. Sometimes yeah. it's you know for the first few years you gotta make sure you're there for your kids. So if you gotta make sure you're there for your kid and make sure they're good, a lot of you're gonna have that you, come with yep, that. you're gonna have some limitation. Yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> slow down on certain things you were doing when you didn't have kids. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So once again, man, thank you, and thank you we'll for the def- fight. No problem, man. Anytime. We're definitely gonna do this again. Like we said, we we have so much more we can talk about. And then maybe next time we'll do the uh, support your friends part two. Yep. Or maybe by that time we'll think of something else. You yep. know, there's That's plenty it. of topics that we can we can talk about. So. Yeah, man. Uh, Thank you again. So I'll see you next time. Definitely. Uh, This was another episode of Not Another Business Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Zachary. 